Welcome everyone, I am Michael, your host for Depaganizing the Gospels. In this episode, I will be presenting notes from The Depaganization of the Testimony of John, chapter 17 through 19. I am close to completing the task of Depaganizing the Gospels, but the work continues to be refined as the Holy Spirit continues to guide me to know God's eternal truth and to identify the fraudulent editorialization in the text that has never been the Word of God, I will continue to make revisions and corrections to these testaments to further depaganize in them so that people may finally read the truth about Jesus Christ. He was a human being, not Son of God, and he was murdered by pagan Romans and heretic Jews who were also responsible for the paganization of the Holy Bible. The first note in this episode is about the omission of chapter 17. The entire chapter 17 has been omitted as a fraud. None of the content of this fake prayer attributed to Jesus is consistent with God's eternal truth, nor is it relevantly truthful that Jesus would have prayed in this manner that has him practically demanding to be glorified by God, as if Jesus were a God whom God would glorify. There is no humility in the character of the person being portrayed as Jesus in this fraudulent detail. The curse of pridefulness has been removed, but there will be a great many heretical theologians, Catholic heretics, and devil-worshipping apostolic heretics who will not be willing to have humility and accept the correction being offered by the power of the Holy Spirit, which has been the guidance for the depaganization of this fraudulent text that those demonically possessed lunatics claim is the Word of God. It has never been the Word of God, and nothing they will teach in support of the paganized text of the New Testament will be supported by God on Judgment Day. The next note is about the omission of verses 9-11 through 11 in chapter 18. The intentional mischaracterization of Peter to have been the one who struck another with a sword is clearly a fraud in this testimony, in addition to the false prophecy of Jesus saying he would not lose a single one of the disciples when Judas Iscariot was one that was lost. Rather than attempt any repair of this passage to agree with other testimonies, omission has been the best choice to remove the pagan curses within the passage. The curse was a contradiction that caused confusion, and it has been removed. The next note is about verse 16 which says, But Peter had to wait outside of the door. John came back, spoke to the girl on duty there, and brought Peter in. There was no need to conceal the identity of John in the manner that was corrected, but the purpose was to imply a pagan curse was spoken about John. This cursing technique has had the purpose to make people think that John was the author of this testimony because it refers to himself in the third person in a mysterious manner. The curse becomes obvious, and nobody is fooled by it. This testimony was not written by the Apostle John. The curse has been removed. The next note is about an omission from verse 20, which now says, I have spoken openly to the world, Jesus replied. I always taught in synagogues or at the temple. I said nothing in secret. The phrase, where all the Jews come together, has been removed because it was an obvious pagan editorialization that insinuates Jesus was not the same as the people who came together at the temple. And he would not have said anything about that. Depaganization of the testimony has been the goal, and it was a curse to imply that Jesus was not a Jew. Jesus was a Jew like all other Jews who believed in the teachings of Judaism, and that there was only one God, who was Yahweh, among other names such as Eloi, Zeviot, and Jehovah. The other implication is that Jesus was not a human being, and the pagans implied that he was godlike, who did not originate on earth as a human being or a Jew. The next note is about verse 35, which says, 
Am I a Jew? Pilate replied. It was your people and your chief priests who handed you over to me. What is it that you have done? This is an example of comic relief injected by the pagan heretic who created this fraudulent testimony for the purpose of entertaining other pagan Romans. It is the sarcastic punchline for the concept being established regarding the insinuation that Jesus was not a Jew because he was a god and not human. Romans would have laughed about all of it. The purpose for the extraneous reference to Jews throughout the text has been to set up this punchline with Pilate asking if he were a Jew. The entire testimony of John was editorialized to be a comedy of errors for a pagan Roman audience who would have identified with the irony of fraudulent claims attributed to Jesus to have been the Son of God, among others. The testimony of John was a literary embellishment, and it was not the Word of God. It never has been, because it was created as a fraud and adopted by heretics who were ignorant and demonically possessed lunatics and murderers. The next note is about verse 7 in chapter 19, which says, The Jews insisted, we have a law, and according to that law, he must die, because he claimed to be the Son of God. The statement is relevant under the circumstances. It was a blasphemy of God for anyone to claim to be the Son of God, and that crime being proposed in this fraudulently editorialized testimony was punishable. The pagan heretics mistakenly attempted to equate the concept of being the anointed one chosen by God to be the king of the Jews, and that it meant he was the Son of God. Satan was the Son of God, and Jesus Christ was just a man. Equating the concept of Jesus being the divinely chosen king of Israel with Son of God is Antichrist, and it is decidedly anti-Semitic as well. Pagan Romans were the original anti-Semites. The next note is about verse 17 which says, So the soldiers took charge of Jesus, carrying his own cross. He went out to the place of the skull. Although all of the other testimonies state this matter about carrying the cross differently, the purpose for this testimony to contradict the others has been to prove that it is fraudulent. The pagan editor created this as another attempt at comic relief, because everyone in the audience knows that this is not what happened. It is also a swipe at the concept being proposed by the heretical testimony of Luke, which repeatedly quotes Jesus as telling others to take up the cross and follow him. Luke's testimony was another of the falsified testimonies that had the purpose of being entertainment for the pagan Romans. And this passage was sure to cause a smirk among those who had heard that story. Jesus was taking up his own cross, and it was a comical contrast to his telling others to take up the cross. Of course, both Luke's testimony and this one are Roman versions of the story of Christ intended to denigrate the life and teaching of Jesus Christ, and support the pagan theology that became known as Catholicism. The last note for this episode is about the omission of verses 31 through 36. The passage was a vain attempt to validate that the testimony was written by the Apostle John. The heretical author attempted to cite scripture that was not relevant, nor truthfully a prophecy about the Messiah. There is no scripture prophesying unbroken bones in relation to the Christ. Psalms chapter 34 verse 20 is a reference to unbroken bones where the word is metaphorically referring to laws or rules. It is also not likely that the Jews asked for the legs of the crucified men to have their bones broken before the Passover because this would have also been blasphemously contradictory to the observance of their traditions as documented in Numbers chapter 9 verse 12, which also uses the word bone metaphorically to refer to the laws. The false reference to prophecies being fulfilled in scripture is evidence of fraudulent intent by the pagans who editorialize this testimony. The curse of fraudulent scriptural reference has been removed. Well, that is all 
of this episode. Be sure to subscribe for notifications. There is only one episode remaining in this series. The depaganization of the Gospels will continue. Thank you for listening. I am Michael.